morning and welcome to our Thanksgiving special. Uh, I know normally at 7 p.m. we have the show and I'll replay it back then, but today I just want to thank everybody for joining us. Today's sponsors of the show are our Unstoppable Camaraderie 24-hour fundraiser for Heroes, Badges, and Warriors. We did start that on Friday night at 6 p.m., but we're continuing to go. Every dollar counts. Let's get help for our veterans with their PTSD. Um, like we said on the fundraiser, we went from 22 dying per suicide per day. We're up to 44. Kimberly pulled the statistic, 132 people die by suicide, including civilians. So guys, we got to really do our part and get um, get our people some help. So you can do that by going to tinyurl.com backslash hope for vets to donate today. And anybody who donates in $100 increments, they get your name into the six front six month freedom boat club membership. Um, so definitely, you, you know, you donate $1,000, you get 10 raffle tickets. Not only is it a tax write off, but then you can also bring your clients and your family out there. As well, um, we have Secrets in Depth, the book by Dr. Joseph Dottori. This book is filled with rich and detailed information on this gripping military factual thriller that shows the depth of darkness acquired after three decades of service. Get your book today on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And with that, I have the distinct pleasure and honor of bringing Catherine Ledlow and her partner, Craig Ramsey, to the show. Welcome, guys. Hi. 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 Thanks for having us. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. What better way to celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving than actually having Canadians on our show? Like, seriously. Right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, Craig is in Palm Springs right now, however. Boo. But that's okay. <laughs> he is originally from Harrow, Ontario, for those of you that don't know where that is, or Windsor. Sorry, guys, I'm hot, and I don't know why for some reason. I'm having a hot flash, so... But She's it's, excited that we're on the show, right? I, I, yeah, I... Yeah. I've been, I think I've been going through the whole pre-menopause thing for a while now, and today it decides to really kick in. So I thank you, body. I love you. All right. So we're here because of you, not me. So Catherine, you have an amazing story before you even got to the Amazing Race Canada. So please, uh, both of you share a little bit about yourselves first, and then we'll, we'll go into your story. Okay, so for me, my name's Catherine Reeford Ludlow. Um, I'm 42. I'm proud to say that I'm 42. Um, I, uh, I'm a performer. I'm a motivational speaker. I am I, I'm called the Cancer Dancer. I, uh, I love life. I, I want to be a part of the world. Um, that's basically my story right there. Awesome. And Craig, what is your story? No, let me, like a true friend of Catherine's, let me continue Catherine's story because there's so much more to well, it. We'll than get that. into my story later. Oh, I, I please, I have to, Catherine. I, I'm just, I'm Catherine's biggest fan as well. And she has overcome so many obstacles. You'll hear about that. But uh, she's a Broadway performer, she film and TV. She uh, also uh, danced professionally with the Royal Winnipeg Ballet as a guest artist. And she's a mother of two. And she's just the most spectacular human being, um, as I've said numerous times. Um, and I, I, I will write the book. I'll help Catherine write the book. 
You have um, to. As for me, um. I'm, as Dorothy <laughs> said, I'm from Harrow originally, which is a town near uh, Windsor, Ontario. However, I um, also have a house. I'm so happy to say that I have my primary residency back in Harrow, which was put into motion during the pandemic um, with my American husband, um, dragging him to Canada. Uh, but he's not kicking and screaming. He's singing and, and it's so excited because uh, singing? Brandon's wonderful. Singing? Huh? Brandon's singing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's singing Canada's praises, especially with Thanksgiving. He's very grateful for the opportunity. Uh, but I, I've uh, been on Broadway myself and a trained ballet dancer at the Royal Winnipeg Ballet. Um, but uh, it, I also, the last two decades, have been a fitness expert and really think outside the box and created programs uh, that uh, really are inclusive for all people and motivate people to move their body. As a stretch expert uh, and someone that is a wine enthusiast, I created Stretch and Wine Class, which uh, is wine tasting and stretching pretty much back to back at the same time. So it's been nicknamed Drunk Fitness. Um, but the whole point of that is to just show that you can always be conscious and should be of your health and wellness, even when you're sipping wine. And Craig and I are going to be leading that together in the future. Oh my gosh. So are you starting that in here when you get back? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm signing up for that class. Yeah, it's one. It's been one of the most popular Hollywood fitness uh, events and uh, classes for uh, years, especially during the pandemic. And then during the pandemic, took it to social media, and that I think was really helpful because we can all agree the the pandemic has been traumatic for everyone in their own way, mm -hmm. and a lot of people turned to substance um, abuse. And what what I the messaging behind that is moderation and to always have your health and wellness in mind when you are um, doing something of that nature. Uh, so Kath and I, I think we're going to do the combo of in-person and on socials. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So yeah, let me know when the, where we can find out more about this. Uh, oh, because, no. yeah. <laughs> All right. So back to Catherine, because Kat originally she said, oh, yes, you know, she sh shared your, her cancer story because, I mean, uh, there's been a, a, several people on here mm -hmm. uh, sharing their cancer story and, and being unstoppable and all that. And then she goes, oh, but let me just wait. I'll tell you that I'm actually a Amazing Race Canada finalist as well. So I actually kicked my husband off the TV, which never happens. And I said, I have to watch this last episode, if nothing else, <laughs> because I don't watch TV and there's always football or hockey on our TV. So I'm like, so he graciously said, okay, here it is, went to bed and I watched it. So um, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> but before we get into that, I want to hear your, your story. My cancer story? Your cancer story, okay. yes. Um, so uh, 2013, I had, uh, I was <laughs> graduated nursing school, had my daughter, and five weeks after I had my daughter, I was diagnosed with brain cancer. Um, thankfully, Craig and my husband had made me go see the doctor, and I um had a mass this big in my head. Um, they did an awake craniotomy to get it out and didn't really know what it was when they took it out. Um, they did a biopsy of it and it was an anaplastic astrocytoma, which is 
one less than a glioblastoma, which will turn into a glioblastoma. They just don't know when, so they do an MRI every three months. So then I had uh, radiation, I had proton therapy, which was amazing, and I had four different kinds of chemotherapy over the year. Wow. So um, we were in the States at that time, and so we uh, knew immediately that we wanted to be back with my family here in Winnipeg. So we applied for my husband's green card, uh, not green card, for his permanent residency status. And then exactly, exactly a year after I was diagnosed, we moved back to Winnipeg. Um, bought a house and moved in. And um, I had that year to sort of think about what I wanted to do with my life. <laughs> um, I was given two to six years to live. Um, I'm at nine years now, so I'm past my expiration date. Uh, so I had that year to think about what I really wanted to do with my life. And I wanted to, one, become an advocate, which I already was even like the first month of being di after being diagnosed. And, and two, do what I'm passionate about and like feel the love and joy of doing that. And that's performing. So I, even when I was, I, I, after my surgery, I couldn't talk, I couldn't write, I couldn't sign anything. So I may, took a challenge to, I, I like challenges. I took a challenge to um, audition for anything I could. So I learned lines and I showed up bald for my auditions. And just the fact that I was having to learn these lines and, and sing songs and, um, and be a part of that world of creating and, and, being able to perform, even if it was just for like the auditioners, um, gave me hope and helped me find strength to continue. Okay. So I think that's what gave me the strength to keep going. And, um, you know, and I also had my, my children uh, to keep going for. And they're powerful little beings, those kiddos. Right. So... And I find that, you know, and then you had your amazing friend, Craig. Too. And then I have Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you guys, like the vibe I get from uh, both of you or, and even on the show when I was watching it is like, you guys are like yin and yang. <laughs> we, we are yin and yang, but we're also just like soulmates, I guess. You know, it's just like yeah. we, we, I don't even need to know what he's thinking to know what he's going to say, you know, <laughs> like I can just, I feel it. I feel what he's going to do. I feel his, his energy. I feel um, what he's, his powerfulness that he can help me by not even being in the room with me. Like right now he's helping me and, and, and that's a powerful thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I truly believe that, there's actually something like a higher power to behind that too. Mm -hmm. You know, you said not past your expiration date, but I also think that there's a plan. I mean, you are, an, not only are you an advocate for cancer, like you're an advocate for just everybody not giving up no matter what you're, they're going through, um, you know, and, and you're just a true testimony to all of that. And definitely, um, you know, not giving up and keep pressing through and, when you said to live passionately, there are a lot of people that are alive, but are alive, but dead inside and just walking the streets with no passion. And here you are living proof that, you know, you can do that no matter what. You know, I hadn't danced in about 
eight or nine years. And then when I decided I wanted to like perform again, I was like, get back in shape. You got to be able to kick your face. So <laughs> that's what I can do still. And sing and dance. And, you know, even like the, the radiation killed my voice box. So I'm like trying to like figure out a new way to sing. And, you know, it, my short term memory was gone. So I had to relearn ways of, of learning lines and songs and stuff. But my dancing is still in there. It still wants to come out and provide joy and hope for other people. That is awesome. And Craig, what uh, anything for you there that you wanted to contribute? I'd love to add that, yes, Catherine has overcome. She overcomes um, so much. Uh, she's always been like that. She's always loved a challenge. <laughs> so um, when, you know, with the, with the whole brain cancer and tumor situation, um, of course, it's heartbreaking for everyone around her. Um, but it's even, I have to say, it's even more heartbreaking to see someone that has already dedicated their whole life to overcoming challenges to then have the most severe kind of challenge you can ever imagine. There's so much um, that, uh, especially the race that we'll talk about, where I see as someone that's been Catherine's friends for best friend for 25 years, I see challenges that shouldn't exist that no one should have to deal with. Um, but even like gum chewing, like you're not allowed to chew gum on any TV show because you're mic'd up and, and stuff, but Catherine <laughs> needs it because in her treatment, right. Then they kill the, the, um, the glands. Mm -hmm. yeah. So she needs all of those things in the back of my mouth. <laughs> so this win on amazing race is for everyone and anyone that has had any kind of obstacle or medical diagnosis or been told that they can't do something, um, they certainly can. And they can uh, take a page out of Catherine's book again, that I'll help write. <laughs> so that's too prompting. So obviously there's a story there. So obviously Craig wants you to write your book, which actually, I think I kind of, in the pre-interview, I think that kind of came up where I said, oh, you know, you should write a book about all this. And you also, um, you said, mentioned something to me about um, London Hospital has uh, set up so that you wanted to also um, do like a, a fun page or something like that, if memory serves me correct, something to do with that. Uh, that's just where the Brain Tumor Foundation, um, their office is. In oh, okay. Yeah. So. All right. But also in our challenge that we had in London, Ontario, mm -hmm. um, we were at the Western um, University and they've reached out. Uh, I think, you know, anytime Catherine can share her story, especially medically mm -hmm. uh, with professionals is beneficial, is great um, because there is so much that she is doing that can inspire people. And I think change people um, with, uh, with the way that she tackles life with faith. Right. Absolutely. And there's definitely, um, like you said, they're not doing a whole lot for the research um, with that. Not, so there's not enough money for it. And that's right. why we need to raise more money. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we do here. We raise money on this show. We raise money for everybody. Go to my Instagram, go to my bio, click donate. There we go. Go to Catherine's bio and click donate because I knew I knew there was something. I just couldn't remember. Sorry. Yeah, no, the office, the office is in London. Yeah. Right. 
right? Offices in London. So, uh, you know, to help get uh, more funding out there to bring more awareness to this, uh, get more, I guess, I've been saying eyes on the prize all weekend, you know, to help more people that have um, brain cancer. Um, Tim says, you're so inspiring. Now, Tim has his, a cancer showing up for Perspective Cancer Show that I would love to connect you to afterward. Um, and uh, he was actually my co-host for the 24-hour fundraiser for, oh, for our veterans. So I will definitely connect you guys with him um, as well. Thank you. So now everybody wants to know about the amazing race. So that's, <laughs> I, but I wanted, to, I wanted to, I didn't want to step over your story because that is powerful. And I wanted to, you know, make sure that people were aware of that. So amazing race Canada. Okay. So I have to admit, I watched the last, the last episode, but I didn't see too, I saw some of the clips that they had showed from prior. And from, I, I went and stopped uh, Craig's Facebook because <laughs> I know he went, his husband was not too happy with some of the participants on that show. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, okay, so what really happened here? We got to find out. <laughs> no, what made you decide to do the Canadian, the amazing race anyways? Let me decide to go me? in. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I, I wanted to submit our name forward. I presented it to Catherine uh, because uh, we had just wrapped up uh, being guest artists with the Royal Winnipeg Ballet in Romeo and Juliet. And uh, I found that the challenge for Catherine, and she can correct me if I'm wrong, but the challenge of, of and the pressure of having to be on stage for all those people and remember the choreography and that it does her brain well. Uh, she she definitely had a road to recovery that was quite lengthy um, after her treatment. And um, then we're like, okay, so in typical Catherine style, I was like, okay, what can we do that's really going to challenge her? Oh, let's do the hardest thing that you could do coast to coast in Canada, the Amazing Race Canada. I presented it to her and she, this is her reaction. Yes. <laughs> so, I can see her doing that. You know, I can yeah. see her doing that. <laughs> yeah. And she, she just bravely did it. And I think the biggest concern was uh, that when we applied, because our manifestations are so strong, they always have been, we, we trust the universe is going to align what's appropriate for us. And we felt good about this. We felt appropriate. And so we're like, if we actually do the audition, we have to be gung ho. We have to be ready to do it. And I think removing yourself from your family for so long, especially in Catherine's situation, being on borrowed time was a big factor. Mm -hmm. Catherine? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but we we did manifest that we would be on the show. We didn't manifest that we would win. We manifested we would be on the show. And it happened. So I think, like, the power of manifestation is is real for Craig and myself. Yeah. yeah. It's just, and can I clarify something? Like yeah, we yeah. didn't manifest the win because really we felt like getting on the show would be a win. Uh, being able to tell Catherine's story, being able to share our relationship, especially um, again, the universe really helped us. Uh, we were, this is pre before pandemic yeah. and in 2020, early 2020, we were set and packed and ready to go. Mm -hmm. And then there was delays. And that was, again, heartbreaking and a challenge for us uh, and everyone that loves Catherine, uh, because we didn't know if she'd be around. And she she is. And, you know, and we're beyond thrilled uh, that we had that experience. But we did not 
put the pressure of the win on us. Of course, we talked we talked a fun game and yeah. we played into that um, because it would be great to win. Like we're thinking, oh, the trucks and the money, of course. But the real true win of this and the manifestation was for the longevity. And lo and behold, the universe provided for us. But yeah. And then and then we won. But that, yeah, that was, the, that was the plan to have, like, to be in it the whole time, to travel around Canada, to visit beautiful places, which we did. And to challenge everybody. Catherine. And to challenge me with, with everything that happened. <laughs> and, um, and, and we did it and we did it together. And I, it's just as much my win as it is Craig's. And um, it's, it's going to be a special thing to celebrate for the rest of our lives. Absolutely. And I have no doubt you're going to see your grandkids, Catherine, I swear. There is just no doubt in my mind that, okay, so I really hate it when doctors tell, give us like a, a time frame of when, when we're supposed to be here. Yeah. My, my dad had cancer. And when he was first diagnosed, he, well, you know, you have a year to two if you do this or mm -hmm. whatever. And, and so, you know, we made every day count, which was yeah. the great thing. And then, you know, his, he had, um, he was diagnosed with lung cancer mm -hmm. and then it did the chemo and radiation. He actually got the radiation burns. I didn't know about the gum thing, but I, he was always on candy. Well, radiation on my head, right? So. Oh, right. His burns were like on his back. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, you know, and then mysteriously it went away and then mysteriously it came back with a vengeance and then it overtook his body so unfortunately he did pass away last september but um and when i told catherine i was like when you're in the it's like and this may sound sick to some people but it's like when you have cancer it's like you're all part of a family because you're all in the waiting room together you're all listening to each other's stories you're all there mm -hmm. and tim can testify to that tim is a 15-year leukemia survivor uh mm -hmm. who is in our comments over here um and who has the show uh showing up perspectives on cancer mm -hmm. so and it's it's powerful and, and people don't even realize it. If, if you've never been in that situation, they like roll your eyes. But I honestly think as somebody who's gone, who sat in the waiting rooms and, and, and seen other cancer patients, you are so full of life. I, I, I have no doubt that you will see your grandkids. I, I hope I do. That's, that's the plan. But, you know, I, I am okay with not. And I have to be okay with that because... I may not, my hope is that I will, but I may not. And I have to be okay with that. And I have to enjoy the, the life that I have um, without uh, worrying about that too much. Um, and, and, you know, they may not even have grandkids. So <laughs> that's up to them. You know, sure. I, uh, I, I just want to be around these beautiful children as long as I can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Craig, it looks like you had something to say there. I just, she lives in the present. Uh, Catherine and I have talked endlessly about this and I, I, she's very brave in, in sharing her inner thinking uh, and what's all behind this. And, and I think as someone that wants to support her, listening is, is the number one important thing, but then asking questions of how I can support her properly, you know, like, I, and I'm sure it, it, everything's individual here. Um, uh, and, and, but with Catherine, it's like, I knew what she didn't want to hear. 
you know, I think one of the big triggers is, well, we're all going to go at some point in time. We never know when. Um, <laughs> and I think it's, it really did us um, good on the race mm -hmm. uh, yeah. to prioritize other racers uh, for the race and, and help them really shift their energy to enjoy uh, every moment with Catherine's story and also mm -hmm. our direct uh, conversations we have about her, her um, potential death mm -hmm. and, you know, what she needs and wants every step along the way. Right. And you're so blessed to have so many people in your corner, Catherine. I am absolutely blessed. I, I, and I feel so grateful today's Thanksgiving. So I feel extremely grateful for all my friends and family that like Craig's my chosen family. So my family that supports me so much. Absolutely. We have a question here. Uh, what has, Catherine, what has been the biggest silver lining in your cancer journey? Well, <laughs> I hate that it took my, that cancer to give me this, um, opinion on life but like to live each moment like it's like it's your last moment or to to live your life to its fullest um also it gave me a whole changed my way of looking at my life <laughs> um which is great and i'm sad that it took cancer to do that but now i feel like i can inspire other people to do that as well so being an advocate for brain cancer is this silver lining i guess because i can raise money, I can talk to people, I can give keynote um, speeches about it and inspire others to donate to help people with brain cancer. And I feel like I'm one of the more talkative people that have brain cancer. So I think that helps me as well. Absolutely. I just love can that. I add, oh, can yeah, I add sorry. a little something? I've heard from so many friends, female friends of mine that are mothers, that mm -hmm. Catherine um, and her take on life because of her brain cancer situation is so inspiring for them to, um, to be more. Uh, to recognize that they are not just a mother, they are a wife, they are a friend, you know, to, and they, they are powerful and that uh, their lives don't have to be limited to, and shouldn't be just limited to being mom at home, mm -hmm. especially Catherine in her situation. She has uh, incredible support from her husband and from her family where they can step in and where she can go on the amazing race with her best friend. Mm -hmm. And she should because every single person deserves a legacy. Everyone deserves to motivate their kids to by example and by doing things that challenge you and that bring you joy and happiness. And that is a well-rounded mother. She's mother of the year. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> I love you, Craig. I love you. So what were some of the best moments when you were on The Amazing Race then for both of you? Well, I, I've said this before, um, like just spending time with Craig was like my best experience, right? It's like the whole race was great because I had Craig with me. And I think that you have to find a partner that you want to spend that amount of time with. <laughs> like, like I got to smell his lovely farts again. I miss that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, just to like joke and laugh and have fun. And like, I, 
think I haven't laughed so hard. I cried in, in years, like laughing so hard. I was like crying. I almost peed my pants because I was crying so hard. Well, we also laugh about the challenges. Like oh, yeah. this is what life is about too. When you're with your best friend, it's, it's like some of my favorite moments are the most stressful now that we look <laughs> back at it, like getting lost all the, all the bloody time. But um, remember with the subway challenge, like we had the subway challenge where we had to find these fruit vegetable stands uh -huh. in the middle of nowhere. And we're stopping and knocking on people's door <laughs> and they're like wearing um, overalls, you know, and, and well, have you heard like, of the amazing race Canada? No. Oh, well, um... what are you people doing here? <laughs> And then we get on this gravel road where we're literally getting stuck in gravel and we're laughing and we're laughing about it then. And we certainly are laughing about it now, whereas other teams, and this is what I think people can learn from us is just enjoy it, regardless of what obstacle it is, have fun with it. We laugh at each other all the time. I had to climb that Ferris wheel and, and Catherine when we found out what it actually was. I just burst out laughing. I was like, he doesn't want to do this, but he doesn't have a choice. <laughs> so all of it collectively, even the stressful times now, we might not have in the moment been um, as relaxed and laughing about it, but we are now. And I'm glad for those. When we look back at moments, we just l laugh hilariously at them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so there's a comment in the back in the back from Kimberly. She says, "Yes, yes, yes. Laughing and peeing simultaneously is the best medicine on the planet." Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, we have another question here. Um, has Catherine met Tim Hoggle Senior yet? Yes, also? I have. Yes, I have. Um, he so describe who Tim is. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Tim was the one of the. Um, there's Tim and Tim. They won the first. Amazing Race uh, Canada um, season. And uh, Tim Sr. came to our first, my first viewing party in Winnipeg on, on uh, the, for the ninth episode, which is the one that we won. And he, I wouldn't tell him how we did. So he's like, I have a feeling. I'm like, oh, you're just going to have to watch. And um, we've touched base after then. We're going to go for coffee next week. So, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drill him on everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually when we had a pre-interview, I like, I, I can read people. Well, mm -hmm. sometimes not every time. And I'm like, she goes, well, I'd rather you wait until after the, the you do the finale. And I'm like, Oh, she's won it. I just know she's won it. I, there was just something in me. This is, there's no way that this woman lost this race. <laughs> well, no, I mean, even if we had lost, we would have been just as proud. I mean, the money and the car and the truck are really nice, but we would have been just as proud because we got to share our story. Awesome. Awesome. Now, are you allowed to bring that truck back into Canada, Craig? Like back to Harrow? Oh, it will, it will be in Harrow for sure, oh. uh, because I'll be there for more than half of the year anyway. Uh, so what better? Yeah, wait. Windsor, Essex County is going to see me behind that beautiful automobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and my naked photo shoot. So I threatened to do a naked photo shoot on national TV, and uh, I think people are going to hold me to it. I don't know. I will. Yeah, maybe we'll do it as a fundraiser. Um, but who, if people are out there willing to pay for that at me at forty-five, you know, okay, let's do it. Anything for the cure, right, Kath? That's right. 
I'm going to hold you to that, Greg. <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, if you need help promoting it, let me know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> put a put a uh, out there. I, I need a crew who wants to work <laughs> the naked photo shoot for Craig. Oh. That'd be great. Well, you know, if I just tell my husband, it's all in the name of charity. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I'll wear a blindfold. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we'll we'll get it we'll get it here and you know it's funny because we just got uh, word that we're actually uh, our episodes are actually going to be on Pod TV as well. So oh, no. who knows where this might go? You know, you never know. <laughs> you never know. I'm also working with uh, Shia Vaughn to see if we can get on her network too. So Perfect. who knows? Yeah. One never knows. Wherever God wants us to go is where we'll go. <laughs> Naked photo shoot and all. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. I didn't expect that, but now I'm kind of speechless, which is going to happen to Stop all. blushing. You and Chevrolet, the sponsor, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, my, well, there you go. Chevrolet asked you to be, okay, never no, mind. No, not asked him to. No, they have not, no. And I, I'm sure once they get word of it, I'm, I'm sure they have meetings about it. <laughs> How do we handle all this? Over, so. The president of Chevrolet will be giving you a call. Right. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. So what other, um, you know, other besides just being with each other and having fun, which is what life is all about or supposed to be about anyways, what are some of the things that the Amazing Race taught you guys? Ah, taught us. Um, to really focus on what you're doing at that time. Like to really be focused on what the act that job is the whatever is at that moment and not think too far ahead in the future like really focus yeah. on what you're doing find your amazing pace mm -hmm. is key you know we all hear footsteps behind us mm -hmm. and we don't know how close they are in life in general and on the race with that um, it was a constant reminder to focus on what we're doing and to not let those distractions um, get to us uh, you know, Catherine and I have maturity, or I should say we have years on our side. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot about us that's still immature, which keeps us young, I think. And, and, that, and But we, we do have a lot of years. And I think in the years of active living, we really gained a lot of surprising like skill sets that even shocked us. Um, and shocked, I think, other teams and the producers, because we did well on the challenges. Mm -hmm. Um we just but got yeah, lost we, everywhere. We just got lost and had a good time that. doing it. We had to go at our pace. And, and that was a really good lesson that has helped me post-race, like that I can't accomplish everything in a day and that every single challenge has a solution. Yeah, you're right. That's very true. Every challenge has a solution. This might take a little bit more time. Right. Yeah. And I saw where you got lost getting to the plane that was supposed to be um dropping you guys or the helicopter sorry the helicopter oh. and i was like and they still want it yeah so, to, chances know, third you know. chances fourth chances our our taxi guy um who we really have a lot of confidence in and we're very grateful for him because uh what we yeah. did differently that editors weren't able to show because their job is very tough but other teams just at the airport jumped in any cab and we didn't we talked 
and interviewed, if you will, audition a couple of cabbies. And, and, you know, our questions were, were really uh, important. Like, do you have the whole day to be with us? Uh, are you familiar with the amazing race? Are you familiar with Vancouver and the surrounding areas? We didn't know where we we're going to go. And, um, and, and basically the third cab, cause we sent two away said, uh, I love, yeah, I love the amazing race. Get in. And we're like, this is our cabbie. Mm -hmm. And he was really skilled, uh, but it was a good learning lesson, that first challenge. And I'm glad it happened at the beginning. He didn't put it in the GPS and he got us lost and he mm -hmm. saw how disappointing and how that could affect us. So he planned and put it everything from that point forward in the GPS. So he still was the right choice, but you could see me at one point, they did show me rolling my eyes like, oh God, okay, can he get us there? But we did put faith into him and it paid off because he passed Fernella um, heading to the library. He made up a lot of time. And also when we came out of the opera challenge, he was cheering for us because we came out first. It was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, so did you tip him well? <laughs> oh, we gave him all the money we had. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we certainly did. And we had a good relationship with him. And that that's what I think a learning lesson too from Kath and I on the race is uh, which challenged Canadians because they looked at alliances like and friendships and all of that is cheating. And the truth is, is that we all get by with help from people and we should. And it, I have it, a little help from your friends. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that a good thing to communicate that we haven't yet in any interview is if the race was long enough, we would have had alliances with every single one of those wonderful teams, even the ones that my husband has judged on social media post-race. Uh. Uh, because they, they are good people, ultimately, and, and they have skill sets. And that's how we got ahead was our, our friendships and our, our uh, alliances. Right. And they were so actually, from what I saw, the, the, the last show, everybody was extremely happy that you guys were the ones that won, that were like the, the past that were out of the race uh, contestants. Yeah. So, I mean, they all said, you know, if we had to lose, we would have wanted you to win, you know? So it was, yeah. it was a nice feeling when we won. I just, you know, I wish we all four could win, but you can't. So exactly. Well, yeah, there's only Catherine, one true winner. <laughs> you, you, and, but Catherine's story certainly inspired people too. To and they, it affected how they raced, and it brought a lot of joy and happiness to people's race experience. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that yeah, everyone said uh, that, and this is collectively. I think there was only one team that said uh, when they asked, uh, you know, who do you think is going to win and who do you want to win? And everyone pretty much said, well, we yeah. want Kath and Craig oh. to win. But um, the only team that thought we were going to win was uh, Court and Alley. Yeah. <laughs> everyone yeah. else is yeah. like, they, they're like, no, they're not going to win. But we want they won't win. they're not going to win. <laughs> we did. Well, and good for you for making sure that you like that you did win, but most importantly that you had fun doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're right, you know, I think everybody um, loves to hear when somebody who truly deserves it wins. Um, I mean, not that they probably all truly didn't deserve it, but uh, you guys, you have your story is amazing, and um, you know. Just, just it's such a powerful combination when you get when you get a story like yours and uh you know the friendships that you guys do have so 
Congratulations. Well, the other teams reminded us too. They're like, we're the only team in the finale that didn't have an express pass, which is, you know, a free opportunity to get out of a difficult challenge. Mm -hmm. um, we were the only team that had to go through the COVID challenge, which I certainly, both Kath and I don't want any racers, even in the future to have to go through. I would rather that. Than, yeah. Yeah, we would have rather partaken in the two episodes uh, legs that uh, we weren't able to because of recovering from COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we were the only uh, team that wasn't uh, siblings. Uh, mm -hmm. The other three teams were brother or were uh, siblings. And that uh, I think motivated a lot of people, even our fellow racers, to reconnect with their chosen family. Pandemic has isolated all of us uh, a, more, more times than not to our family only when we had to make really tough decisions to isolate. And this is an opportunity and hopefully a motivating factor for people to reconnect with their friends and do things like, uh, well, not jump out of helicopters. I, I'm not going to recommend everyone do that, <laughs> but certainly go travel. Either, but. <laughs> yeah, Canadians go travel to especially the places that you saw us visit. Mm -hmm. We can give them a, a stamp of approval yeah stamp. did you hear me that that's yeah. what saved us in that real challenge was that mm -hmm. stamp uh recognizing yeah. that it was a stamp challenge well we're old enough to remember licking a stamp so <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. that's where our maturity came. yes everybody was hung up it. on that i remember yeah. that Yes, I can still taste end. licking of stamps like that. That's actually, how actually like that taste. <laughs> blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, I I just love all of that. <laughs> but you guys were smart when you said it, you actually interviewed your cabbie. Like, oh yeah, you know that is that is huge. Um, so if anything that I I gotten out of all of this is definitely it, it takes a team to win it interviewing the correct people mm -hmm. putting trust faith and confidence and showing your passion like living passionate each day is basically yeah. um wow that's that's powerful that's yeah huge. and enjoy the obstacles and be okay with whatever outcome it's going to be like that was so crazy to get COVID and really, honestly, Kath and I thought we were done and that we had to be okay with that. I mean, Catherine took a little <laughs> longer time to accept that because, uh, and I can't imagine what it was like for her uh, with wanting, of course, her story to be told more because what the viewer doesn't realize is even the other teams, it's not like right from the beginning, they were told uh, Catherine's story. And in fact, on the mat of um, leg six, uh, at the pit stop, Cassie and Jamik were just so confused, uh, another team, uh, that the two other COVID um, teams in a specific challenge where there was only two opportunities, not three, to get back on the race, um, that they right beforehand said that they want if to give Catherine and I the opportunity for continuing in the race and they would forfeit their, their place. Um, and Kath, Cassie and Jamaica were like, why? <laughs> and then we stepped away from the mat and I said, Catherine has terminal brain cancer and she's on borrowed time. Um, yeah, throughout the race is when we found moments that were appropriate per Catherine's comfort levels to, to share. Well, I'm fine sharing with everybody, so... <laughs> 
Yeah, I, but appropriate. I, I want everybody to know because I want people to know that that I have a short term here, and I want to be raise as much money as I can, and and do the things that I I'm passionate about. Right. And, and same with Greg. Yeah, and grateful for those other teams too, because uh, when I said at the end, this is a win for all of them, it is. They contributed, all of them. Mm -hmm. Beverly and Veronica, as much as um, uh, social media came down hard on them, um, they have a soft spot in our hearts both for both of them. Uh, Beverly picked up the pieces. People saw um, me as a supporter for Catherine's um, situation breakdown, um, which is okay. I mean, I've had to learn that that's okay too for us to have our moments. And Beverly was there off camera to pick up the pieces on for me. And Veronica too, there was many forgiving moments where Kath and I um, had a unique race. And to have their support, uh, it's going to come back. This friendships that we've developed are, are far bigger prize than the 250000 and the car. Um, there's more to come especially with this ensemble of a cast, um, we're excited for next steps. Mm -hmm. well, can't wait to find out more about that. Mm -hmm. If you need help getting the word out, let us know. We'll be more than happy to have you come back and share what, what's next. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to step it up here and get into the next segment of the uh -oh. show. I know this is the fun part and I hope you're all ready, but I'm going to bring on Kimberly okay. and Nolan and I'm going to turn it over to Kimberly for the fundamentals. Okay. Hello, everybody. Catherine and Craig, amazing. Like what we like to say on this show, amazing, right? Amazing. Amazing. Um, and where we're at right now is in Winter Haven, Florida at Champion Church with the leader of Champion Church, Nolan. Um, Nolan, what would you like to share? He is our sponsor tonight. He sponsored this show. And so, Nolan, what would you like to share about Champion Shirts or Illumination or any of the amazing projects you're up to? Wow. Well, first of all, I have to say, Catherine and Craig, you guys are uh, such an amazing story. I enjoy, enjoy just sitting here and, and hearing your story, your background, and, and uh what a fabulous journey you've been on and will continue to go on. And I just wish you both the best success in what you're doing and uh, the people that you'll impact. Um, one of the things that we are in is the impact business of people and in our life. And, and so we, we, um, we, I carry, I carry a little bit of that. Um, uh, we just have the same vibe of touching different lives together but uh we're we're just uh, we're excited about what what uh what's going on despite what just hit florida uh we have um uh there's there's a lot going on in the great state of florida and uh you know we we're working right now as uh as kimberly just mentioned on illumination theater which um, i have a music and uh, uh, background and production background and a producer and so part of what part of what we we do um, uh, part of what we're working on is a, a dream of illumination theater, which is a high definition projection, high definition sound meets meets high definition message. And so, uh, which is 3d mapping holograms. Um, uh, like I said, uh, uh, 
incorporating modern dance, incorporating ballet, incorporating uh, the aspects of acting, singing, and then interacting of that with a screen projection and high definition uh, artistry that's that's pre-planned, that has interaction with those dancers, interaction with those to bring a positive message to everyone who sees it. So they're getting encapsulated into uh, an evening that they walk out changed and different. And so- That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> so it's a, and you can see that at L Lumination. So we call it L Lumination. So E-L-L-U-M-I-N-A-T-I-O-N theater.com. And that's the website. So E-L, Y-E-L, it's um, E-L is God in Hebrew. So basically it's God Lumination Theater. But what it does is it's just going to be a positive, amazing experience that people can uh, just come enjoy an evening at a high, a high professional level, high tech level. And, um, like I said, it's going to be 180 feet of screen by 20 feet tall. And so people will be in an immersive, right? And uh, you can see a video I produced there on the page of the Illumination Theater. And you'll see a, um, you'll see a video I produced a couple of years ago. And we're in the workings of putting that together. It'll seat about 2,000 people. And then, um, like I said, 100. 180 feet of screen by 20 feet tall and it'll have this it real engaging experience so uh this is one of the projects we're working on on that but in coupled with that we have destiny place which is an after-school program in the arts to engage young people um engage people young people in the hearts so they discover who they are they discover who it is and who the god is in them and then they we give them avenues to then express that that uh, that artistry into their own into their own flair so then uh, then they work for individual accomplishments and then we give them um, group accomplishments accomplishments that touch touch the city together with the message that they bring out of what the change in their own life so we call that destiny place and we're working on that as well. So it's kind of a dual thing. So the destiny place will be something that we will constantly be then working on the feeding the theater with um, with these young people that are rising up. We give them goals to achieve, and then they'll be able to rise up in the. And then it actually helps change our city too, and the the whole in our region to to where people are being impacted not only by in their heart, but also your impacting the culture of your city with uh with the arts so that's part of that's amazing that's that's part of what we're working on it's very very awesome <laughs> and that's like perfect for us cool. being on this show right now it's like it feels like a, a, a we manifested it right Craig. it's like really cool <laughs> that we're doing this right now i don't know it just feels really yeah Welcome to our Well, show. I was blown away right. when I heard This is what happens. Yeah. Well, I was Everybody blown knows. away when you guys were talking about your background and uh, when you guys were talking about your background in, in, in Broadway. And we have one of our team has been on Broadway and and she's a very high creative singer dancer. And uh, but um, she's helping young adult 
like 20s to 30s that have mm -hmm. had backgrounds and not the privilege of having a home where they're really just poured into um, really coming from bro broken backgrounds to get on their feet and then also discover their incredible uh, giftings <laughs> that they have yeah. and then to get them engaged in the arts and and watch them come alive it's awesome it's really awesome that's what uh, arts do it helps you feel like yourself <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And faith sure. too. I, to share a little information, like I sang at Riverside United Church uh, last week and I shared uh, some, some stories of how faith really helped Catherine and I on the race. Mm -hmm. And we plan on uh, doing that and guest speaking um, at uh, venues where uh, at, like we're going back to Riverside United Church to, to talk about how, the, how faith played a part in a big part, <laughs> obviously in our uh, race in our life. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a little bit of what we're going, we're working on. I'm, um, I'm not sure what else you want me to share on that. Uh, well, it's uh, perfect. Kimberly, that but... was, that was perfect. Perfect. Right there. <laughs> cool. um, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and we'll make sure, you know, that the, the, the sites and all of that are, are, disseminated out right into the radio waves and, and all of those things. So with that, Nolan, would you like to share your three fundamentals? And Catherine and Kurt, get ready because you're next. Okay. If we have to, if we have to keep it to three, but I'll do it three. Yeah. So yes, you do. Um, That's I think the game. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I won't go more than that. He's never been this so not right? mine. <laughs> so I'm going uh, if you going to reach yours um that's and in that it's pouring into the next generation nolan you're breaking it's really up. kind of so eyes off yourself to... and eyes on to us can do you, it again can you hear me because you broke up you broke up okay am i good now good now okay yes. so my, my my first one is this if you have a, if you help enough people reach their destiny, you're going to reach yours. Mm -hmm. And, and then part of that is just really pouring into others. Um, and there's a lot of joy in that. And one of my greatest joys is seeing the next generation rise up to uh, rise up into their, what they, and you pour into them and you watch what, what, what God does in their life. Um, it's one of my greatest joys to see them succeed. And so the second one is work hard, play hard. Um, if you don't set a time, if you don't set time aside for yourself, uh, no one else will. And so uh, really sp spend time in playing hard uh, because all of us endeavor to work hard. Um, then the, the last one is be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Um, <laughs> the, the joy of being you right? The joy of being you, you need to really be comfortable in your shoes and then, and then allow God to help you to be all that you can be as you, uh, because you don't want to be a copy when God made you. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love you. <laughs> love you too. All right, <laughs> all right, Catherine, you're up. So mine are live your life, 
That's super important to me, especially right now. And I want to share that with everybody. Um, don't let anything stop you is my second one. Um, don't let a disease stop you. Don't let like a sprained ankle stop you. You know, like there are things that you can do even with, if with the terminal illness that will seem impossible, but you can still do them. And always be grateful is my third. I'm especially today, you know, I didn't even know that this was going to happen on Thanksgiving, but always be grateful for everything that happens in your life. You, you never know, um, you know, I was reading a story today, like uh, somebody said that they were grateful that a, a horse was given to them. And then the next day, the son rode the horse and fell off and broke his ankle. And then the next day, everybody, everybody was assigned to different, um, uh, to, to the army. And because he had broken ankle, he wasn't. So like, then they were like, I love the source. I hate the source. I love the source. You never know where that's going to go. So you just have to be grateful for everything that happens in your life. Fantastic. Okay, Craig, are you going to be the cherry on my Sunday? No. How do I follow these two? Oh, oh, listen to their fundamentals. Okay. And deliver. Okay. Let's deliver. Um, let's race your own race. I think that's really important. And with your own race, pace your own race. Mm. And do that um, with obviously um, keeping keeping in, in check, forgiving yourself and embracing your flaws. Because uh, all too often on our amazing race, our flaws became our strengths. Yes. And we surrendered to that. So that, that would be mine, especially pace your own race. <laughs> Okay, that was a perfect cherry to the perfect Sunday on the perfect Thanksgiving Excellent. day. There we so, go. Love a strong you message. Yes. <laughs> I don't have that. I love it. Oh, I don't even have that muscle. All right, everybody. Come on. <laughs> you got this. Oh. Nolan, where's your? There we go. Oh, yeah. Power of the team. There it is. That's a screenshot. Nice. I know. I, I was do trying it. to get it ready. Hold okay, on. Let's do it. Hold on. Screenshot. Trying to get it. screenshot. Let's go. Dorothy, where's your arm? Get it up well, there. I, I, you got to give me a second, guys. I wasn't cut up. <laughs> hold I'm the hold. pose. Everyone hold the pose. All right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> normally, I'm, <laughs> normally, I'm prepared, but I'm not today. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. Ready? One. Oh, oh man. Okay. Oh, no, now we're, now we're ready. Here we go. Oh my God, that was good. <laughs> Bam. Bam. All Thank right. you all. Love you. Dorothy, back to you. Oh my gosh. Like, how do we wrap this up? This was so amazing. I can't believe it. And I know we said amazing throughout the entire thing. And no. you know, it was a play on words. Yes. <laughs> for the it beginning. Me, but it was. <laughs> and I truly, well, so on this Thanksgiving day, I'm truly thankful for all of you for showing up here. Uh, I know it's not Thanksgiving for two of you, but that's okay. Uh, we were thankful that you're here and uh, that uh, Catherine and Craig joined us here and threw down some amazing uh, content and tips. Like, I can't believe it. Like, if you didn't walk away from this show, either in tears or with something, then... Peeing in your uh, peeing at laughter. Peeing at laughter. laughter. That's the best way. I mean, that's all I want. <laughs> okay, so have you what ever? About, uh, what, about, what about doing a fundraiser with uh, uh, 
I, I haven't thought about raising funds that way that Craig was talking about, but maybe, no, I'm just kidding. I won't do that. <laughs> well, I will. <laughs> yeah, what it, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I have that whatever. song running through my head. Whatever it takes. From um, Image Dragon or whatever it is. Right, right. Imagine oh Dragons. Yeah. Imagine Dragons. Imagine yeah. Dragons. Oh, my God. I can't believe we just said that here, but you never know. We, you never we could, you we know, God has the greatest sense of humor of all. Right? But he's the one who gave it to us. So. so maybe we should do a fundraiser with ballet and Champions Church and everything in between. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. We'll see if this really happens. We'll talk behind the scenes about that. But uh, Catherine and Craig, do you have any last words before we wrap this up? No, just just be kind to your. Wait, what is that? Illumination Theater. Oh yes, it's the oh, it's the it's everything. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, oh. Yeah, I actually I love it. Go too. I, That's I, my... would, I would love it if we could. I have, look, I have it too. Yeah, let's get you guys I'll to the go. church. As one of your places to share about how faith had you through the race, and and we can um, promote elimination. That would be lovely. I will fly in for that, Nolan. <laughs> All right. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, and just um, be kind to your friends. Have compassion for them, and and reach out to them to reach out to your friends that you haven't maybe talked to for a long time. They'll be there. I promise. Absolutely. All right, guys, with that, be unstoppable in all you do and see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye for now. Bye, guys. <laughs>